Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Rate, review, and subscribe our podcast. You're listening to our podcast. Read it. <laughs> review it. It does help. Just a reminder. Yeah, it does help. All right. Hold on. I got to double check this right now because I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that this billion-dollar lottery winner is not going to get their money. And they still haven't claimed it. As of, yeah, that's the latest. I was just, I, I found a story just a couple of days ago, and I'm just making sure nothing, nothing had changed. I'm sure it'd be a headline if it had. But that $1.34 billion jackpot, Still hasn't seen them, but just a few weeks left that they have to claim it under, that is tic- it Indiana? That ticket's gone. Illinois, Indiana. I don't know because, all right, according to the story, they said it is worth, it's Illinois. It is worth noting, Illinois lottery allows winners of 250000 or more to remain anonymous. Okay, that's great. But that means we'd still be notified. We, we'd still know that somebody claimed it. Right. Right? There'd still be, okay, somebody claimed it. We're not going to tell you who. Yeah. It's done. It's know. over with. So at this point, nobody has come forward. And that was in July when this was done. And it's if the winner doesn't claim the jackpot by the 27th of this month. Oh, man. The prize will default to the annuity option. So they can't do the lump sum. The one-time reduced lump sum option, which is what most winners take, by the way, is $780 million. So they would be stuck with that instead of $1.34 billion. That would suck. I'd be so pissed. So, <laughs> I mean, geez. <laughs> they actually broke this down just a little bit. All right. We kind of went through some of this stuff before, but the lump sum cash option, uh, $780 million, that would be reduced by about 25% for federal taxes. So one hundred eighty. million would go to taxes. Another near 5% for state income taxes. So that's about $40 million, which would leave the winner with only, out of $1.34 billion, they would end up with about a third of that in cash. It would still be over $500 million. I would not be upset. So you'd have $500 million. So they go on to consider, though, just consider this. This is what's crazy, the annuity thing, right? Mm -hmm. So over 30 years... An annual income for three decades of the $1.34 billion jackpot before taxes. Okay, so you're going to lose a lot, but still, before taxes, almost $45 million a year. So you'd say probably half that, maybe a third of that per year? I'd say half. Okay, so $20 million a year in 20, your pocket. 20, 20-ish million. I would do that. I would do the, I've changed my the mind. On, I would do the annuity. I changed my mind on that after that financial guy said that people blow the lottery because they get all the money, they go crazy, and this actually puts you on a budget to keep you from blowing right? it if you don't think you're going to be responsible with it. And and like you said, there's so many other things that pop up that you didn't realize you had to pay taxes on, on these things, like when you make all this money. Well, if you have that annuity over 30 years, say you take just 50% of that, $10 million. And you put it away. So that $10 million, 50% of the annual taxes is your, 50% of it is, is yours after tax. So the 10 or 200, yeah, 10 million. Put 10 million away every year. Then you have a replacement fund. So after 30 years, 
you you've been money. putting 10 million away every year. Yes, you're good. And you're sitting on a lump. Yep. A big old pile of money. Yep. And yep. then and then it lasts then it becomes generational. Literally, it'll become old money. And so so you'll be new money. You'll be the one that all the the rich people look down their nose at because you won millions and millions of dollars and you're spending it on gold-plated yachts. Mm-hmm. And yep. <laughs> and doing stupid stuff. But then by the next couple generations, it's old money. It's old money. Yeah. I, I know. That's what I would do in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah, something That ticket's else. not going to get cashed in, though. You don't think it's, so? No. It's not. Because if the person, if they had it, they would have done it by now. They, they couldn't have, have they kept it secret. They couldn't have kept it secret. And they wouldn't have just, they wouldn't just, why, what's the point of putting it in a safety deposit box and just waiting until the, uh, until the deadline is almost here? They would have done it well, instantly. Okay, I will give you, I, I do have an argument for that. Not even an argument. I have an answer to that. Is that in an ideal world, as is written here, <laughs> they are working to put together a group of people that can help them with this process. So they're, they're putting together that so-called brain trust, right? That they are pulling together people that can help them in the financial areas, taxes, wealth advice, investments, trust and philanthropy, and trying to set up a fund, trying to get everything in line. So when they do make the announcement and they're given the money, poof, it instantly goes where it's supposed to go. Okay. So That's we'll, not, okay. we'll give them that because 60 days is pretty, pretty quick turnaround Yeah. to get all that stuff in place. So yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll see, but okay. the 27th, we'll wait and see what happens. Um, cute little story from a little church in Cornwall, because they were, they were going to have a service in honor of uh, the death of the, of the queen. St. Jenny's Church near Crackington Haven, Cornwall. <laughs> There's nothing more British sounding than that name. <laughs> we decided to use their King James Bible for the service. And no one could really remember when the Bible had last been used. But they found it, and they opened it up, and a leaflet fell out. And the leaflet says, Special forms of service in commemoration of His Late Majesty King George VI of blessed and glorious memory to be used in all churches in England, either on the day of the funeral or on the most convenient what? day within the, um, within the service. That's order. crazy. That was her dad's funeral. That was the, the leaflet from her dad's That's funeral. That's unbelievable. Was in the Bible that they pulled at this little church said nobody could remember the last time it was in the front of the leaf did, leaflet did say that to be used in all churches, blah, blah, blah. It's dated 1952, February 15th, 1952. And I said, Oh my God, that, that is just, that's just crazy. It's just like a sign. That's awesome. They were just having their own little personal service for the queen to mark her death. I mean, that's cr- What are the odds of that? That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of Some cute, of these people though. waiting 30 hours in line to go past her body. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I Did mean, you see I, it, the, the guy f- pass out? Mm-mm. One of the guards? Mm-mm. Yeah, one of the guards was standing in the comments. It was like, you guys are so mean. Um, but it was one of the guy, you know, one of the, the guards. Mm-hmm. And he just fell over a face plant. Um, don't lock your knees. You I know, mean, I'm, like, I'm sure he knew that. I mean, maybe he just didn't drink enough water that day. Right? Yeah, he maybe just wasn't feeling well. Who knows? But yeah, you're right. But though. these people that are going, that are, that are, and they're not, it's not something where you can camp out like you're waiting for a concert. Like you're constantly, I watched the line for a little bit on the news this morning and you're constantly moving. So you're constantly moving for 30 hours unless you have somebody that can hitch a little wagon to their back and they can pull you while you're sleeping. You're walking, <laughs> standing for 30 hours to see a box. You're not even going to see her. It's closed. It's a is closed it real, casket. Cast. Yeah, because her crown's on top. It's like sitting there, her crown's on well, top. Well, you see the crown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless there's a window. It's the closest you're ever going to get to the crown. Right. Well, yeah. And 
I, I have. A, I bet that's even probably a fake crown. I bet it's you not the real one. You think she's in there? Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> what a security risk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. A couple sacks of flour. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it just makes you wonder. A, yeah, I mean, maybe she's not in there. It but seems I, like a huge security risk. But even if it was the a closed casket, if the queen was laying there on a like laying out there on a bed, and you could see her. I still wouldn't wait thirty hours. But you're right about the line because they don't close the doors and then reopen at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's constantly going. Just keeps rolling. Yep. So it's going to be for what four days? Uh, I, I think, think so. It is that they're doing that. Wow. Yeah. Hope that coffin's like cool, chilled or something because that's a long time I'm sure to be is. not. I'm sure they've taken precautions. I would hope <laughs> that that even leads me more down the road if she's not actually in there. It's a bag of flour. It's, <laughs> I mean, it could be a security. It risk. would make sense. I mean, wouldn't you in the you know you're sitting there talking about the plans for this? Yeah. If you're on that, if you're in that team on that team and it'd be like, guys, it's not worth the risk. Right. I mean, what, what would happen if somebody busted in? I, and, and Right? They'd get shot. Well, they would. Yeah. Well, do they? I don't even know. Or they, they would get shivved. Something, somebody, <laughs> then nobody, get. first of all, they would get, they, they, they could get, get there, far. they could get there, but they wouldn't get very far. They wouldn't get very far. No. But I would think that that's probably something that's been considered since it is a closed casket. Why would you risk it? Yeah. I don't know. They're still, you're still, they're paying their respects. I mean, you're right. It's like you could, you could do that at home. Yeah. And that, that's so, that's so, I know it's a respect thing or whatever. It and actually, it is. but it's like a, it's nowadays you could just live stream it. Like you don't necessarily, wasn't it more for proof of death a long time ago? Like you saw the king or queen or president out there. You saw them laying down. You could prove that they actually did die. There is no scandal. There's nothing. Um, we could, I mean. I've never heard that version before. Where'd you hear that? What? That it was proof that they did. Oh, I don't know. I just made that up. Okay. <laughs> like, I've never heard yeah, that I don't before. Know. But it would make sense before pictures. Back in, especially in royalty, like I kings mean, and whatever. Because, you know, whatever they. The king's dead. Prove it. He's dead. I'm here. You, you can come on by and yes. take a walk by. You can see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. I'll have to look that up later. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> right? know. You know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Last thing I got for you today is a post that was put up by Urban Meyer. And you may have seen the story came out in the last few days in talking about Urban Meyer talking about Nebraska fans, and he had one word for Nebraska fans, and it was unique. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see the whole post. Yeah, the whole post is really good. The whole post is really cool. It just says, Nebraska is one of the most unique fan bases I've ever experienced. One year when I was coach at Ohio State, I asked one of my guys that worked with me, I said, take me around a little bit. Let's go incognito a little bit. I just wanted to walk around and kind of did, you know? I put a hat on, just kind of was in disguise. And I just wanted to watch this because I grew up watching Tom Osborne and watching Nebraska win national championships. I was a big fan, and so the fan support is as good as it gets there. They're great fans, too. And then the game starts, and they're still there all the way to the end. They're as courteous of fans as you could imagine. couple well, years. But. Um, so if you would imagine that this is just one of those things, it's a speed bump. They've got to, they've got to get going, but you just wonder at what point – Will it ever start to dissipate a little bit? I can't see it because the ones who grew up watching Nebraska, and I've witnessed it firsthand several times on the field, are as good of fans as there are in America. Um, interesting point that he makes, you know, about is when, at what point does it start to dissipate? And I'm, I'm afraid that we're going to start seeing the crumbling a little bit because there are so many fans that didn't see what it was. Yeah. And there are players, all the players right now, 
weren't around when it was. Mm -hmm. Because that was 25 years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the players now, this this is really, now we're in that, these are players that were not around. It, at all. Well, it would have been when, when almost we almost exactly if we hadn't had the run in the 90s, it would have been exactly like us sitting here talking about, man, remember 1973? No. I mean, I don't remember. 93. I don't remember. Yeah. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So it'd be the same thing as I wasn't Think around. I was born. I wasn't around. Then I don't I wasn't a fan. So it's like I wouldn't be. I'd be a Husker fan probably because I was here, but I wouldn't have the passion that I have for You're it. Right. You bring a good point. We are as far away from the 90s championships as the 90s were from the 70s championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't feel like that far away, does it? That no. 90s. But something that somebody brought up too about the firing of Scott Frost. It's like, I hope you don't live to regret this. And, and then they brought up Tom Osborne. How many years it took for him to get there. And we've all heard that story. But the one little key factor that, that I'd never really considered before is he came in on the heels of a national championship. He didn't come in right. at the bottom of the barrel and try to build it. Yeah. He was right. he was trying to recapture that lightning in a bottle, but he he was there for it. He came, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He came into being and trying to replicate that and continue yeah. that tradition. And now the coaches are coming in twenty five years removed. Yeah, trying to rebuild. It's hard. It'd be, so, I mean, and if it you're... took Osborne that long, and and granted, if it almost happened in the eight, early eighties, it almost you know late eighties, early nineties. Well, and everything's changed know. so much now; it's more difficult yeah. to do that anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, but we had, he uh, really did. Our uh, Hurt at Sports Twitter account, it's blown up over the last couple of days. Michael Severe we had a live reaction show at Hill Varsity Club with Andrew and Anna um, on Sunday, and Michael Severe showed up, and he um, gave a hot take, which is uh, rumors that have ha- we, everybody's heard, but he was, you know, he's the first real media person that has said anything about the fact that Scott Frost had never bought in, and he was never showing up. He was late for practices on Sundays. He wasn't showing up at team meetings, and had been like that for was two years years okay that's, and um well. and he said that uh and it's blown up i mean it's it's gone crazy it's, i think the video that we posted has two hundred fifty thousand views and their accounts gained a yeah. thousand followers in 24 hours but like you know people have heard those rumors and people in the media knew mm-hmm. knew that that was going on but nobody had said it because you didn't have proof you didn't have pictures you didn't have anything yeah. you just kind of well the first two or what what how many years was he five years five years. right so the first two or three years I think he was 100% on board. And I think, I think honestly, there was some erosion. And he, he was probably feeling it on his end. They don't believe me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm sure that it, it's not just, and, and yeah, he was getting paid millions of dollars to be 100% bought in. And he should show up with his, you know, his game face every day. But I imagine it, it, it is kind of difficult when you're, you're seeing the rumblings and hearing what you're hearing. And it's been three years. And you're coming from the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to rebuild, and it's not going to happen in five years. I don't think yeah. this team will. I don't. I don't see how they rebuild this team in anything less than five years. I, I don't see how it happens. Yeah, I have no. And clue. so any coach anymore, I don't see how that happens. It's uh, it, and yeah. I think that it's it, it, we're back. We're and, and in five ten years from now, he may be coaching somewhere else and kicking ass just like Solich, right? Yeah. And is a king somewhere else, and it's like, oh, shit, did we miss you know, it again? Well, I think... And, because and, we have we have this buyer... Not buyer's remorse, seller's remorse. It's like me. I hate it. I'm so, so mad I sold that one car. I love that car. Why did I sell that car? Yeah. Or you sold that one house. Why did I sell that house? So you got rid of that coach. I know. I, I think we keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I don't... I, I Yeah. Sasha, That's Sasha, what I Sasha, I And I feel bad. Sasha made a point the other day, and I agree with her, and I, I do feel bad for him because he... 
he failed at home. You know, in mm-hmm. the in the eyes of the fans, yeah. And then yeah. he 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 lost his shot to come back here and coach here because he'll never come back again to coach mm-hmm. in Nebraska. And I, he has to feel terrible. He has to feel embarrassed and terrible for in my. If I was him, I would feel like I let down the state. He I might have at first. I'd be pissed later though. I wouldn't be you. I you know makes me happy would make me yeah. happy the seventeen million dollars I'm walking out the door with. <laughs> See, that's I, the that thing. Would I fix all wounds. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna feel. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he's. I, Possibly, I don't know what kind of personality it takes to be a coach for that level of a football team. Yeah, but it's like I gave you everything I got, man. Mm-hmm. And after two and a half years, you guys turned on me. That's another thing to consider. Yeah, no, that's your fans, and and then you go back to what Urban Meyer said. At what point does it start to dissipate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. What doesn't dissipate is our love for Centris. That's right. Mm-hmm. So Centris Federal Credit Union, um, the 30th of September is when they're having their movie night, and that's going to be at Warner Park. 60, 6.30 is when the doors open. 7 o'clock is the movie starts. You can bring a chair, sit on the field, bring a blanket, sit on the field. You can sit in the stands. They're going to have concessions. It's going to be a family event. All the details are on the website. Centrisfcu.org. Go yes. there, or you can call them and say, "Hey, can you tell me the invita- tell me the details at four zero two three three four seven thousand? Your podcast partner told me so. That's right. And they'll be like, "What?" <laughs> Thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget. Pat and JT podcast, a Huda Media production.